Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you'll want to take a listen as we discussed the fourth discipline that we want to cultivate in our relationships, and that is honorable language and moment-to-moment awareness. This week, we're going to dive into the fifth and final discipline of giving freedom. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I'm excited that you are with me again today and that we are going to talk about the fifth and final discipline to really cultivate in our relationships, and that is giving freedom. You know, as I thought about this discipline and what it really is, what came to my mind is what it is not. And I think the reason why it hit so hard for me is because of my past, my history of showing up and navigating my day to day. Um, If you haven't listened to episode eight titled My Journey, you may want to listen to that because it will give you, I think, a really good insight into my life and where my point of reference is as I think about giving freedom, the things that it is not. And you kind of hear this in the intro to these episodes, but a lot of controlling, correcting, directing, demanding. And I'm even going to put in protecting. When we live from protection, that is a form that breaks down our relationships, because we're not being um, honest and and um, authentic in our way that we're showing up in our relationships, and that causes strain on a relationship. And I am speaking from my own experience on that. Let's kind of step back and talk about individuals, what we as individuals all need. All individuals, adults and children need two things. And really ponder on this because you're going to see how this is playing out in your family dynamics and in your relationships. But the two things every human being is wired for is belonging and personal power. Sometimes personal power is referenced as significance, but I'm going to keep the label of personal power on it for now. And when we um, honor these two innate needs 
in our families and with the relationships we're trying to cultivate, it can really make a difference in um, the end result of what we're trying to create with the relationship. So let's start with belonging. What does belonging really mean? Well, belonging is having that emotional connection, that sense of security. And both of those things are extremely important. And I'm going to just speak here I, I mean, we could look at this from an adult standpoint and from a child standpoint. And right now I'm going to talk about from a, an adult, from a relationship, from a marriage. When we are in relationship with someone and we are threatening to leave or to end a marriage by divorce, that is killing our relationship. That sense of security that is innate in us being human is being crushed. And now walls of protection are being built up. So when we don't have that sense of security in our relationship because of whatever we're threatening in um, the heat of a moment, you know, when we're showing up in a reaction mode, it can really hurt our relationships. So we need to be more mindful of our emotional state as we allow words to leave our mouth and understand the impact it is having. Now, let's just put it one step further. Let's say there's little ears around hearing this type of language, right? That mommy and daddy are threatening to leave one another or to divorce. That yet again, threatens that sense of belonging and that emotional connection to a family unit. And it can really shake a child's world as well. So we really need to be mindful of how belonging plays into the humanness that we all experience. Personal power. This really has multiple facets to it. We need to ensure that we are making each other feel capable, um, that we're able to make a difference in this world and in each other's lives, that we're able to contribute in meaningful ways, that we are independently in control of our life. So these are all ways, all different facets that play into personal power and all of us need it. So when we are threatening someone's freedom, they are going to hold on to it as strongly as they can. Now, depending on that level of authority and what I'm going to speak here is that parent-child relationship, when they are able to be free, when someone's freedom, let's just take it across the board. When someone's freedom is being held hostage. When they can be free, they will be free. And the relationship will more than likely no longer exist. People need freedom. And part of that freedom is personal power, feeling capable, being able to make a difference, contributing in, contributing in meaningful ways, 
and being independently in control of one's life. Now think about that. Think about that in your relationship, whether it be in your marriage and think about that in your relationships when it comes to your children. How are you showing up in enabling their personal power? Now, there's always things that are age appropriate, especially when it comes to our children, right? So that's something that needs to be considered, but there are ways still that we can provide that's that ability and um, need for independent control of their life. And we are at the root individuals first. We are here all experiencing this earthly experience and brought into these family units. And I know that all of our family units look different, but we are brought into families in hopes that we are helping each other, build each other up, supporting each other through hard times and situations, not tearing each other down, um, helping to inspire, to encourage through hard things, not to take over not to make someone feel less that they're not capable of handling their own life, not to protect them from what's hard in life, from being hurt, from experiencing pain. This is the world we live in. And we need to embrace the world we live in, in a way that's going to help us become who we are meant to become. And when we are standing in the way of anyone, of anyone's personal power, of anyone's freedom, we are not allowing them to live their life to the fullest and to their full potential. Really think about that. Allow that to really fall in and be absorbed because it might allow you to see things differently as you're showing up in your marriage and relationships and or with your children. I am going to share with you a personal story of mine. And it is one, you know, that that has really caused me over the years, you know, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt and a lot of um, distrust. And this was something that went on between my husband and I. And I'm not going to get really into the details because it is, it is personal. Um, but, but what ended up happening, and I've made, I think I actually made reference to this prior in a different episode, but there was an incident that continued to happen. It was almost like on a two to three year loop pattern and like clockwork, it would rear its ugly head and my world would feel like it was crushing down on me. And I felt so hurt by some choices that my husband had made. And that pain of hurt eventually turned into blame. I blamed my husband for hurting me. And then that blame turned even into anger and anger eventually into hate. I hated that he did this to us. 
And that was that meaning or that story I was applying to this situation. And it would make me so angry. And I would put up more walls of protection from him because I didn't want to feel that hurt or pain in my life. Sorry. And I was the one that was being in disservice because I wasn't living a life because living from protection is not living. Having my walls built up was not living. And I've learned that over the years and it's taken me time, but I've learned it. It ended up in this cycle of time where I had to, for me, had to show up even with more control in my life. I had to know what he was doing, where he was at, where he was going, how long he was going to be there, texting, getting messages back. Um, If something changed and he didn't make it known to me, then there was a problem there and it meant that I couldn't trust him even further. It was this ugly, vicious cycle and it was not serving our relationship. Because I was stuck in this cycle of blaming my husband for the choices he was making and that he had to choose things differently in order for me to be happy or us to have a better relationship, I was keeping these wounds open and I was leaving myself powerless, being a victim of what was going on. And in the end, there were things for me to learn from this experience and things for him to learn from this experience. And I got stuck in unforgiveness. To avoid that pain and hurt, I was living from protection. And let me tell you, that is no place to live from. Because of the amount of control in all facets of my life that I was trying to hold on because that's what I felt secure. It's where I felt like, okay, I can manage my life. I can manage my world as long as I was in control of it. And I was directing where everything was going and how everyone was doing and how everyone was showing up. And let me tell you, It was all a fallacy. It did not exist. There was no controlling any of it. Control is totally an illusion. And I, it was a big illusion in my head that I felt was real, but it wasn't. And it was tearing my marriage apart. And I didn't like the marriage I was in. It was not a good thing. It was not a marriage that I was proud for my children to see and to witness. It was not the mother, the wife that I was wanting to model for my children. And until I could look within me and see what I was doing, what I was capable of, what I had within me, nothing was going to be any different than it, than it was. I was waiting for other people external to me to show up and to be different. And that was not going to work. So I have learned forgiveness is the gift you give yourself. And I feel as though sometimes we get confused as to what forgiveness is and what amends is. I remind my children often 
Forgiveness is something that happens within you. It is internal to you. It requires no other person external to you. It is the gift you give yourself because when you get stuck and live in unforgiveness, it hardens your heart. It closes off your mind and it makes you bitter and angry in all things. I learned, and if you haven't noticed, I am very, um, I'm a spiritual person and I believe in a loving heavenly father and in his son, Jesus Christ. And another portion of forgiveness that has really helped me is knowing that through the atonement of Jesus Christ, all things can be healed and all things are possible through his sacrifice, through his love, through his healing light. I was able to go through a forgiveness process all within me. Didn't involve my husband, didn't require him to say, Lindsay, I'm sorry for this choice that I've made. Nothing was required of anyone else. It was all within me. It was the source in which I went to. It was the focus and attention that I went to. It was going to my Savior and leveraging that means of His sacrifice and all healing power to enable me to forgive and to let go, to turn it over. And I've learned that as I have stayed stuck in unforgiveness, I've also turned my back on that miraculous gift that he has given all of us and saying that his sacrifice, Christ's sacrifice wasn't good enough for the mistakes that my husband or my children or my neighbor has made to offend me. And that is a lie. All things can be forgiven. It might not be easy, but all things can be forgiven. And that is where I have turned and have grown immensely in the power of forgiveness. And it has healed my heart. It has softened and opened my heart and my mind. It has made me be able to be more vulnerable to experiencing all emotions that go on all of what life has to offer me. And it has been wonderful. It wasn't till the fourth go around did I choose to experience it differently to where it brought me to my knees. And I wasn't going to live in the result of my husband's decision, but show up in so much love and compassion for what he was going through. And that is when things shifted and changed for us. I think I have kind of taken this episode into a forgiveness episode, but I feel as though it is a large part of what freedom is. Because when we are stuck holding on to the hurts and the pains that people have inflicted upon us, And that is why, for me, I got stuck in this place of controlling 
and correcting and directing and protecting and demanding of people to show up in certain ways so that I could think I could be happy. I wasn't living and I was taking and imposing myself on their personal power, which was destroying my relationships with each and every one of them, my husband and my children. And when I can honor their need for belonging into our family and to have that personal power that they're contributing, that they have independent control of their life to make decisions and choices and allow them to live in the results of their decisions and choices, to be there for them, to inspire and encourage them as they're navigating their life. That is when true freedom is being given. And that is when you are empowering your relationships. Here's the call to action for this week. Notice your need for control throughout your day and moment to moment. And before you do anything, take a breath so you can decide if you're going to react or respond to that situation. And I would challenge you to get curious the way someone else is showing up in this world, the way that they see the world, and you might discover more about them. Go back to the end result that you have in mind for your relationships and ask yourself the question, is the action I'm about to take going to get you closer to that end result or take you further away? This life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.